you like butter? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. Put it on anything and it makes it better. Mm. Butter. Hello, everyone. I'm Dylan Thuris. And this is Atlas Obscura, celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous butters. Today, my friend and colleague, Gastro Obscura writer Sam O'Brien, takes us on a journey to my home state, to Minnesota, to explore the ultimate edible art. I I knew that Minnesota has its own butter sculptures that some might claim are the best in the world, so I knew I had to see them. That's right, folks. We're here to talk about the greatest place on planet Earth, the butter sculpting room at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, I'm so excited. More on butter sculpting after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Explore a new destination every day with Celebrity Cruises. Whether you sail to Europe, the Caribbean, or Alaska, it's an absolutely incredible ship with delicious restaurants, nonstop entertainment, and the best rooms at sea. And now you can book with Celebrity's semi-annual sale. To book, go to Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Offer applies to select sailings. Savings amount varies by destination. Other terms apply. Visit Celebrity.com for details. Ships Registry, Malta, and Ecuador. I grew up in Minnesota, and that meant a yearly pilgrimage to the State Fair. And there was always this moment of walking into the butter sculpting room. It's a relatively large room. It's cold. And you would press against the glass, this circular room at the center to watch the live butter sculpting going on. And as the process goes on over the course of the state fair, they create more and more of these butter busts. And these are spectacular. They are about one and a half times size of reality. So they're actually huge heads. They're they're much bigger than a normal human head. And they're shockingly realistic. Every piece of, of a person's face, of the subject's face, uh, is accurately portrayed in the butter. Their curly hair, their smiling cheeks, their eyelashes are even portrayed crazily in the butter. Every Everything, you recognize the person. You look at one of those butter busts, you are not confused about which person it is. They are incredible. And I, of course, got used to this spectacle growing up with it. But I think for most people, it is a fairly strange idea which is exactly why I wanted to talk to Sam O'Brien about it. You came to it as an adult. You came to it kind of as an outsider, as a reporter. 
I would love to know what you thought of the state fair, just like overall. Oh man, it's very overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just, yeah. like you you turn a corner and there's like. 20 jacuzzis for sale and then you turn another and there's deep fried cheese curds and a pie a pie through that's a pie drive through <laughs> uh there's you know a, a whole barn dedicated to the miracle of life and baby farm animals being born yeah i mean the fact that you can go and watch like you know basically on something like a schedule like a baby cow being born go through a a, a hanger sized building of of like just chickens oh, yeah. right and and then go get like alligator on a stick or whatever it is uh and then and then there's this this thing at the kind of at the heart of it a very what i think of as a very important part of the minnesota state fair which are butter sculptures what was your impression of walking into that that space it's unlike anything I've ever seen. The butter sculptures at the State Fair are being done live. Right. So like seeing the artist and the model inside the butter booth, which is refrigerated, 40 degrees, rotating like it's a prize in a game show or like a, a Corvette or something. Um, <laughs> and everybody's watching this spectacle, um, which seems like it should be, you know, gimmicky, but it's actually like very beautiful. Like the artist is doing a great job with a 90 pound block of butter and just like very uh, like majestically and professionally turning it into the likeness of the model sitting before him. Right. So there's 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 the models, there's the butter. Before we talk about them, I'd love to talk a little bit about the artists, like the people behind the butter, the people sculpting these enormous blocks into 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 beautiful butter bus who who are these these artists yeah well growing up going to the fair i'm sure you saw linda christensen who was like the butter woman for like half a century yeah she was the person carving the butter sculptures um, but she retired in 2020. So that sort of set off this uh, great search to find the next butter sculptor for the Minnesota State Fair. Um, and they ended up picking a, a professional sculptor, an art teacher from Litchfield, Minnesota, uh, named Jerry Colzer to do that. And uh, 2022 was his first like public sculpting appearance at the State Fair. So it was like his big debut. It was it was pretty special. I guess a question that I have for either, you know, Linda or Jerry is like, how does one train to be a butter sculptor? Yeah, well, I, I actually got to talk with Jerry before one of his shifts in the booth. He definitely he practiced with butter. Um, He practiced, you know, learning to sculpt quickly and kind of set something aside and be like, you're done with it. You can't keep fiddling. And most importantly, he uh, definitely did like a Miyagi Karate Kid thing and trained with Linda herself. Uh, they sculpted side by side, like on the same butter bust, if you will. So she would do like one eye and then he would do another eye and they'd like see how close he could get to her style and approach. And um, they learned that they were actually pretty aligned. Those are big sh shoes to fill. Like, when did he know he was ready to take over? Yeah, I actually asked Jerry about that. And he said he knew he was ready when Linda pretty much, like, literally passed the baton on to him. 
When we when we were working together, um, she she said, "Get a nice butcher knife. You're going to need that." And I said, okay, but uh, she last year she handed me hers. She handed me Old Faithful. She uh, she gave that to me. It's like passing the baton, passing butter knife, but it's a big butcher knife. Yeah. So um, so I use that for blocking out. Now she used it. She used it a lot. I mean, I'd say 90, 95% of her work was done with that knife. And um, I, use a, I use a wood knife for the d- small details. Okay. But I do use her knife every time to right. block it out. And it's always a great memory. Yeah. In it fact, in I, the, uh, it's, it's oh, right up there? here. Oh, let's see. Okay. Oh, you got I, all the tools up there. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the knife, which you can't see on radio or podcast. Oh, no. But... <laughs> And then uh, I had her sign a piece of leather, actually two pieces, and I just made a little sheath for it. So uh, when I'm not using it, I can put it in there and safely store it. That's awesome. So it's really, yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah. Love it. No, it, it, is, it is a treasure, a, a serious treasure. He had his first big state fair. How's he, how'd it go? How's he doing? He loved it. He he had a good time. He did great. When I had checked in with him, um, he'd already had like seven sculptures under his belt by that point. But I think I think what he was still uh, kind of grappling with was um, accepting the fact that he did have to let a lot of these sculptures go. Like uh-huh. he's a perfectionist. He's an artist, like by trade. And the the fun thing, maybe fun isn't the right word, but when each one is completed. It go it gets added to this ring that's around the butter booth. So he's like, I, I told him they looked gorgeous, and he's just like, No, I, I'm surrounded by my flaws, and like I see all the ways I could fix them. And I'm like, Jerry, let it go. They're great. Um, so that that definitely was was something that he uh, he's still getting used to. So we we met the artist. Let's talk about who he is sculpting. Who are the women? who are also sitting in this freezing room for most of the day being sculpted in butter. Yeah, um, so they are all the winner and the finalists of a competition that's held, as I'm sure you're familiar, every year in Minnesota, it's called the Princess K of the Milky Way contest, uh, which I love that name. This contest is for young women who work in the dairy industry, and it allows, you know, them to be celebrated and so basically it's kind of almost like a beauty pageant but it's like really uh it's all about dairy and then in the end a winner is crowned the official princess and then that winner is sort of the official ambassador for minnesota dairy for the following year i yeah for with with all of my familiarity with with these butter sculptures i have never actually met a princess k Mm. uh what what was the what was the princess like? What was it like to meet royalty? Ah, oh, she was great. Um, we we talked a lot about dairy, of course. Um, her her name is Rachel Rinda. She's she's studying, uh, I think, agriculture business. She grew up on a dairy farm. Uh, we we had a, a nice chat about. Um, you know, how her parents would, would leave her stroller outside the barn when they went to work. Um, so she she knows her dairy. Yeah, I mean, it, it it just shows you how deep that connection between Minnesota and dairy really is. This is serious business. It must have been like a, a pretty huge deal for her to, to win this. 
Yeah, well, like you were saying earlier about how you grew up going to the the fair, watching the, the sculpting happen, it was the same thing for Rachel. It's been something I've dreamed of forever. I used to come up here and put my fingers on the glass and, you know, look at the beautiful sculptures and just, you know, hope that someday that this would have been me. And so, you know, having my dream come true is is amazing feeling. One thing I have always wondered about, and I've I've heard rumors, but I think you probably have the the real answer for me. What do they do with the butter sculptures when the fair is over? Like, what happens to them? Yes, this is what everyone wants to know. Myself, myself included. Yes. Um, so it varies, uh, princess to princess. Okay. Um, some people uh, just keep it in a freezer. Oh, just like preserve for all eternity. Oh, snap. Some do that. But most people uh, will like melt it down and have like a big uh, event. Usually like for fundraising, it might be like a community corn feed or a movie night where they melt it down for butter. Um, it, it varies, but usually it's like a big community dinner that they use it for. Yeah, I don't know if this is is like made up, but one of the rumors I had heard is that sometimes, right, they'll host like a, a pancake fundraiser or something and then like cut off pieces of their own head and like serve it on the, which is just, that's so awesome. What an amazing thing to do. Uh, an existential crisis, like an edible form. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> Serving your own butterhead is a distinctly weird thing to uh, to do. How d does Jerry feel about all of that hard work basically get, getting melted or cut up uh, in the end? Yeah, I, I actually asked him about that. And, you know, he he had um, kind of like, yeah, a very uh, like Buddhist, calm, accepting uh, feeling toward the impermanence of his work um, because, you know, he said he, he's a believer that in the end, Butter isn't meant to be, like, just looked at and admired. It's meant to be eaten and enjoyed. Well, I, I worked with the potter in Bayfield, Wisconsin, at Eccles Pottery. And, and working there, you make something and people say, oh, this is so beautiful, I'm going to save it. No, pottery is meant to be used. And so use it, drink out of it, eat, eat off the plate, use that pottery. Same with the butter here, I think, you know, to, to save it for posterity that's that's okay but it's butter let's use it you know take 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 that and use it for what it's meant for but so i i guess another a big question i have is i, I get back to minnesota pretty often to visit my parents and i i get to the state fair about once every other year uh do you think you'll go back and, and see these these sculptures again? Or how did you leave thinking about sort of butter sculpture? Well, I'm definitely hooked on butter sculptures. Um, I okay. want to see more. But since I've already mm. seen Minnesota's, I, I want to see butter sculptures made by other places. Because Minnesota's not alone. There there are many fantastic butter sculptures around the world. And this is my maybe my favorite part of this. Growing up, I for sure thought that Minnesota had to be the only place where you could see butter sculpture come to life. But I was very wrong. So maybe you could tell me just about some of the other butter art that you have have come across. There's the Iowa State Fair butter cow, but that's not the only butter cow. Uh, Ohio also does a butter cow for their state fair. So you have some competing butter cows. Um, 
And then in addition to that, even like outside the United States in Tibet, these are probably my favorite butter sculptures. Um, for their new year, which is called Losar, monks will uh, make butter sculptures and paint them with like uh, edible food coloring um, so that they look like extremely gorgeous. There'll be dragons, there'll be uh, lotuses, there'll be like all the mandalas, just incredibly intricate, colorful butter sculptures. Well, as usual, what a delight. I take special joy in this topic just because I have a, a personal, such a personal connection to it. But uh, it was really fun to get to see this this world through your eyes. I had a great time chatting with you about it. Thanks. Same. Until next time when I go see some Tibetan butter sculptures. Yes, Tibetan butter sculptures may be amazing. Iowa may have an entire cow sculpted from butter, but none of them will ever truly be better than the Minnesota State Fair, Princess K of the Milky Way butter sculptures. They are the best. Thank you again to Sam O'Brien for both taking the time to visit the Minnesota State Fair and for chatting with me today about our butter sculptures. I will see you all next time. This episode was produced by Sam O'Brien, Gabby Gladney. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire, Johanna Mayer, Amanda McGowan. Our technical director is Casey Holford. And this episode was sound designed by Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris. Wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Now playing in Los Angeles. Exquisite food and drink, world-class art everywhere, spectacular sports, and dazzling Hollywood attractions. L.A. offers the full variety of food scene, from game-changing taco trucks to 35 Michelin stars. And did you know that Los Angeles has more museums and theaters than New York? It is indeed scandalous, but also unfortunately true. So get your fix in music, film, comedy, or world-class museums in L.A. Plus, you can get a behind-the-scenes movie magic with a world-famous studio tour. That is something that should be on everybody's bucket list. Start here with discoverla.com.